Hi guys, welcome to another episode of Blush. I'm Tiffany and I'm here with my co-host Hiva. Hiva, how are you? Hi Tiff, hi guys. Uh, I am doing okay. Oh, just okay. <laughs> Honestly, I've kind of been feeling like shit lately. I just feel off and a lot of it is because I look like shit all the time. I've kind of gained weight. None of my clothes fit me. I've just been feeling blah about myself. You know what I mean? Do you feel like that? I feel like that um, probably like every other day. So yeah, but <laughs> you know, I don't think there's anything wrong with feeling like shit. Like, I feel like nowadays it's like, you're a boss bitch. Like, you're so hot. Own it. I don't want to. Like, I don't I don't want to be any of those things sometimes. I just want to be like a big blob of just like hairy, disgusting trash. So, like, I've gone through phases like this where I'll like start binge eating a little, Um, you know, throw back to episode 14 for all my eating disorder shit. I gain weight. I feel like shit about myself. And what I usually do during those times is I just isolate myself completely. Like I won't see anyone. I won't do anything. I'll just like be home and be gross by myself. But now I have a boyfriend and I can't do that. Because he also lives with you. (laughs) He basically lives with me. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he technically lives in a van, but he doesn't really actually stay there (laughs) all that often. Yeah. So he basically is with me all the time. And I've just had to be okay with him seeing me look like shit and feel like shit and not be in the mood. Uh, I don't even mean for sex. I just mean for like human interaction. (laughs) Yeah, just in general. Just not in the mood for life as a concept. Basically, in conclusion, to answer your question of how I'm feeling, the answer is I look like shit. (laughs) You don't look like shit at all. But also the threshold for shit for everyone's different. I understand sometimes I look like absolute garbage and my boyfriend will be like you're you're fine like I don't see a difference and I'm like yeah because I always look like garbage so that's why you don't see a difference (laughs) so I look like yesterday too but I have to say we need to start normalizing a lot of things that there is a stigma to because I think the stigma does not help the situation Yes, like it's okay to look like shit. Let's normalize looking like shit. Let's normalize not wanting to be our best. Yes, there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. There has been times where a whole day has passed and it'll be like 7 p.m. And I'll be like, wow, I haven't showered. I haven't washed my face. I'm still wearing what I wore to sleep the night before. And my boyfriend's showered like three times, (laughs) changed multiple times, gotten a haircut, looks like a whole different fucking person. And I just look like this like gargoyle in the fucking corner. (laughs) Okay. Honestly, the bigger question is why is he showering three times a day? Okay. So every... (laughs) He's going to fucking hate me for talking about this. (laughs) So... Every time he poops, he has to shower afterwards. Oh, my brother does that too. Okay, yeah, I think it's like a not an uncommon man thing to do. I mean, I don't know. We know two men who do this, so it can't be that uncommon. What I don't understand, like, are you pooping on yourself? Like, what is going on in there? <laughs> that you need to wash your entire body after pooping. 
I know. We're like, what kind of weird fucked up IBS is this? Like, like it's just spraying all over. I have taken millions of shits and I've never afterwards been like, whoa, I need to shower now. I'm crying. Oh my god! I I look. I in all seriousness, I do get the concept behind it. I've just never had that urge. Well, so we're from a culture where it's normal to like in Iran. Bathrooms have either some kind of hose structure or a bidet, or there's like something that looks like a watering can that you just pour on yourself to like clean your asshole after you poop. Conceptually, I totally get it. I mean, think about like if a bird shat on you, you would never just like use a piece of paper to wipe it off and be like, "And we're done here." Yeah, you know what I mean. Like you would get out water and soap at least yeah actually my friend her husband moved here from iran a couple years ago and the word that she used was traumatized by the lack of water cleaning mechanisms in the bathrooms here and he's like i don't understand so everyone's just walking around all shitty all the time maybe we need to normalize washing yourself after defecating we 1000 percent need to normalize it and also while we're on it can we normalize talking about poop yes I don't understand why there's such a stigma specifically with women about talking about poop. What's the big deal? It's so fucking weird. I had a good friend in college who never talked about poop. She's one of those like, oh my God, girls don't poop kind of girls. She had been with her boyfriend for like four years. And at some point he said to her, he's like, do you even poop? Like I've never, and she was so proud of the fact that he knew nothing. I was like, "Mm, that's just not. Meanwhile, Maybe like a month or so ago, I had a dream that I broke up with Van Guy because we don't talk about poop enough. (laughs) That's what's lacking in your relationship. Poop talk. We never talk about poop. Like it's as though it doesn't happen. And I'm not going to lie. I mean, if we break up, that will probably have played a very large factor in our breakup. (laughs) If there's anyone that completely understands, it's me. I had a guy... And I've talked about this before and things with me because he thought I talked about poop too much and it made him feel really uncomfortable. (laughs) Literally, that was his reason for breaking up with me. And even in my current relationship, there was such a stigma when we first started dating about talking about poop. He was like, I don't want to know like what you're doing. And I was like, no, like we need to normalize this. So whenever he would go into the bathroom to poop, I'd be like, I know what you're doing in there. I would sit outside the door and be like, I know I'm, uh, you're pooping. I'm going to listen to you poop so you get more comfortable. And he was like, please go away. Like, why are you doing this to me? This is like traumatic. But I feel like by like forcing myself on him while he was pooping, <laughs> it's become more, <laughs> Jesus Christ, it's become more normal. Like now it's not as weird when I talk about poop. Yeah. And it shouldn't be. I actually am one of those girls that doesn't poop because I am always constipated. Same. For girls that are pooping and pretending like they don't poop, like stop taking our problems from us, from girls that actually can't poop. Yeah, like stop appropriating (laughs) our medical condition, you poop privileged bitch. No, seriously, though, it's so fucked up. She's like, I don't poop. 
Oh, really? You're like me? You're always constipated? No, I poop. I just like talking about it. Okay, that's a different issue. That's not a pooping issue. That's a mental illness yeah. issue. <laughs> yeah. That's a made-up issue. <laughs> My constipation got so much worse when I went to college because I was in a dorm and there was a million people around. I've never wanted to poop around people. And honestly, I think if there were heroes like us normalizing talking about poop back then, maybe shit wouldn't have gone so bad for me. Probably not. It's the stigma that's holding us back. It will destroy your bowels. It really will. So we're ending it right now. Like everyone message your significant other the last time you took a shit. Or could you put it in your Instagram stories and tag (laughs) us? You don't even have to write I took a poop. Just write date and time of your last poop and tag us. That's it. Only people in the know. Only cool people (laughs) will get it. Like no one else will even know what you're talking about. And you'll be like, oh my God, it's an inside joke with like all my really cool friends. And you just wouldn't get it. Yes. On the shit note, is there anything else that you feel needs to be normalized since we're on this topic? There is something we've talked about before, like talking about our fears and insecurities. Check out episode 15, masturbation, episode 16, body shit, episode 14. There's other stuff that we definitely have not touched on. Okay. This is a big one for me. Sleep, like sleeping. Can we normalize sleeping? Like, can we stop fucking (laughs) making it a goal to be an insomniac? Like, one of my biggest pet peeves is people who just constantly whine about how tired they are. Why the fuck are you so tired? Sleep. Yeah. Rest. Yeah. Are you doing too much? People who work 20 hours a day, I'm like, do you really need to be working that hard? Or are you just incredibly inefficient at what you do because you never (laughs) rest? But either way, knock it off. Like, it's not cute. It's not funny to be taking this shitty care of yourself. And I hate how society makes you feel like you have to be unrested to, like, seem productive or, like, chasing the American dream or whatever. It does catch up to you. Like, I'm one of those people who used to... And I mean, I really had like very serious insomnia issues, but I also just wouldn't really sleep. I never like I could function just fine on five hours of sleep. And I took so much pride in it. And now I look back on it and I'm like, that's so fucking dumb. Like my body needed more. Even if I could function fine, my body needed more. I was the same exact way. I was working 13 hour days because I was always on call. My boss would message me at all fucking times of the day to do something. And I was waking up at 4am to go into the office and it took such a toll on my body. I look at pictures of myself from that period when I was working those hours and I just look like shit and we should normalize looking like shit, but like it was like a different (laughs) kind of shit. It was like, I'm should look fine I'm wearing makeup I'm I'm like dressed up but I could just I look different I look kind of like a zombie and it really does take a toll on you so I think if you're in that cycle right now try and get out of it it's really hard because it is society yeah it is society that's telling us that we have to work these insane hours we have to be waking up early and I don't think people in the public eye help the situation Mm -mm. because they'll be like oh I I think I don't know who it was but there was some celebrity that she was like I wake up at 4 a.m to like work out and I was like I can't even like function at 4 a.m how are you working 
out that early. I get some people might be a morning person, but if you're waking up at 4 a.m., then you should be going to bed really, really early. Also, I mean, I understand that people have different work schedules and stuff, but generally speaking, when the entire universe turns the lights out, yeah, it's like bedtime. Why are you waking up at 4 a.m.? That's insane. Just sleep yeah. until a normal hour. Yeah, I think it's also we don't give any pushback. Like if we're in a situation where we're expected to work a certain amount of time and get no sleep, everyone's like I never said anything. It was just expected from me. And I think if we all just collectively said, fuck this, we're not doing this anymore. No one could force us to work those insane hours and not get any sleep. Yes, it's kind of like the concept behind forming a union. We're going to form like a sleep union. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) advocates for sleep yes i think for me one thing that i really want to normalize is okay i'll give a little bit of something that happened the other week i was waiting in line in a victoria's secret i had to return something and there was two people at the register and and no one behind me and no one in front of me i was next in line and this girl comes up behind me and I don't know, she's probably like in her 20s and she's like, hey, um, so I work here and I have to go back to work. And is there any way that I can uh, go in front of you? Like, I just I need to like go literally just like that. She she asked me and I was like, uh, no. <laughs> and she was like, I can't like I just can't go like in front of like I just only have two things. I was like. Yeah, I have two things too. And no, you cannot go in front of me in line. And she was honestly kind of startled. Like, I don't think she really knew what to say after that. And then I, and then I went up and then I, I got my stuff and I turned around. And I noticed she had left. I guess she was being honest. She really was on her break and she really did have to go back to work. And for a split second, I was like, oh, I feel kind of bad. Like, should I just let her go in front of me? And then as I was walking and thinking about this, I was like, no, why the fuck do I let her? She's able body. She's around my age. She seems completely fine. She just apparently has really bad time management. And I don't know what happened where she didn't know how long her break was. And she wanted to buy stuff from Victoria's Secret, which also is not an urgent situation. Yeah. Like I wasn't like it wasn't like medical care or something like we're all buying bras. Like it's yeah. not we can we can live without a fucking bra. So there was no urgency in the situation. It just seemed like she thought she was privileged for whatever reason to go in front of me. And I have to say, I'm always super nice with strangers like there's been plenty of times where I've let someone go in front of me or I've even paid for someone something or done stuff like that but I also think there's a time and a place for it and I think it's okay if someone wants something from you no matter how small or how big it is whether you know them or they're a complete stranger to say you know what I don't fucking want to do it no I've been waiting in line I don't want you to come in front of me or no I don't want to give you this or I don't want to do that and we shouldn't feel guilty setting any sort of boundary with anyone yes we definitely need to normalize putting ourselves first and saying no when you want to say no not maybe not we'll see just no I actually felt guilty after doing this I was like oh my god should I have let her and I was like 
why am I guilt tripping myself for something that I didn't want to do in that moment? Like I have shit to do. Like I have to go run my stuff too. But I think especially as women, we're always told to be, I don't, I don't know what the word is, but we're also, we're always told that we have to like give. Yes. 1000%. Yes. Always have to give. And there comes a point where it's like, no, you don't have to give shit. Mm -hmm. Why? I used to say yes to so much shit. And a lot of it was plans, like things I just didn't want to do. I would say yes. And then I would cancel the day of because I really didn't want to go. And then I'd feel guilty. And then this thing started happening where I would just actually get sick. Like when I didn't want to do something, I would just actually end up getting sick. And it's because my body just didn't want to. And it was like, no, enough. And now I just say no all the time. Queen of saying no over here. (laughs) And frankly, I need to say no even more. I mean, people ask me if they can stay with me a lot because I have a guest room. Guess what? The answer is no. Like, unless I've previously told you that you can stay with me whenever you want, and that's a very select number of people, no, you can't stay with me. I don't want a house guest. I just don't know. I don't care that I have the space. Yeah, that doesn't give an open invitation. Yeah, exactly. But there's just so much that we say yes to. I mean, think about when someone asks you for a favor. I mean, how often is it that you say no? It's almost never. Yeah, we all need to collectively start saying no as well. We need to start sleeping more, saying no, and talking about poop. And looking like shit while doing all of those things. We're like the opposite of an Instagram model right now. Like we're the opposite of an influencer. Like these influencers who like look perfect all the time and like wake up at 4 a.m. and exercise and, you know, are so nice to everyone. We're like, yeah, don't do any of those things. We're literally unwell, unhealth, uninspirational. We're like, fuck it all. Just sleep and look like shit. That's it. (laughs) And feel like shit and talk about feeling like shit and talk about shit. And also with Instagram, I mean, it's all fake. It's not like anyone's, I'm not going to, I am I would honestly rather delete my entire social media and never be on social media again than post a picture of myself without makeup on. Why the fuck would I do that? I think we need to normalize social media not being real and that's okay. Like we all just accept that. Like it's not real. Whatever you're seeing, whether it's someone's lovey-dovey relationship, it's not real. They probably fucking hate each other. That girl that you see, that's probably not her body. She probably photoshopped it and that's okay. There's That's her fucking prerogative and just leaving everyone the fuck alone. <laughs> I mean, my Instagram is like a canvas. Not to be cheesy, but that's what it is. It's an art project that I put together you know? And same. (laughs) I'm not out here pretending that it's every facet of my life. It's just what I find visually appealing with information that I find interesting and relevant. That's all it is. A hundred percent. Mine is the same exact way. I've spent two hours putting on my makeup, countless hours figuring out the outfit. Sometimes, I mean, It could take me anywhere between 15 minutes to an hour finding, getting the right fucking pick. It is all fake. Like no one just takes a fucking pick and puts it up. Like no. And then sometimes I spend like hours fucking with filters and finding the perfect colors. Like it's none of it's real. Like we, we all know that. Like why are we pretending like in any way social media is real? It doesn't need to be real. It's not what it's there for. 
Yeah, it really doesn't need to be real. And if you want to have a page that's super real, that's great. Good for you. But don't shame other people for not doing things the same way that you're doing them. Yes. Is there anything in regards to sex that we need to normalize? I feel like there is one that I can think of. Ooh, what is it? I don't know the best way I can say this. I think there is... Obviously, when it comes to sex, men and women are looked at differently, right? Like a man being sexual and talking about sex, it's completely fine. We talked about this with Christian in um, Slut Pigging. With women, we get a lot of shame for being sexual, for talking about sex. I think it also comes to certain sexual acts. I think if a guy says he enjoys pleasuring a woman we look at him as a very macho, like as women, at least we do. And I think men as well. We see him as like, oh, that's a fucking man. Like he wants to make the girl satisfied. Whereas I think if a a woman were to say, I like pleasuring a guy, she would either look like desperate or slutty. It, It would have some sort of negative stigma, whatever it is. And I think we need to normalize women enjoying certain things in general and also enjoying pleasuring their partner without it being this like disgusting, dirty thing. Yeah, you're so right. It's either like, oh, what a slut. Even as you were saying it, I could just hear the judgment in my head because I you know I live in this society too I was raised in this society too yeah it's either what a slut or oh she's lying to be slutty you know Mm -hmm. essentially she's she's saying that yeah just to like get a man's attention everything we do as females revolves around getting a man's attention literally nothing I do in my entire life is about getting a man's attention. I like, honestly, it's the opposite. I don't want a fucking man's attention ever. Yeah. I mean, I walk around looking like shit and talking about shit. So clearly I'm not trying all that hard to get men's (laughs) attention. I don't know why there's this idea that women do everything to get men's attention. I think the problem is there are women that are like that. I've had friends, girlfriends that they live and breathe on how much attention they get from a man. But there are so many women that are not like that. Yep. Like me and you, we, we don't give a fuck. Yeah. And it doesn't matter if I'm single or in a relationship. That's another thing we need to normalize. Not needing a man's attention. Yes. Because you know what it is? I think about this a lot. When we were younger, I feel like 90% of our conversations were about boys. And then as we got older, we started talking about other things. You know, work, career, spirituality, ourselves yeah. um, mainly ourselves mainly ourselves yeah. <laughs> like how I just tried to sneak it in there but I couldn't even think of anything yeah. else it's it's really just ourselves anyway but I think that when we were younger we would talk about boys because that's what like society had taught us that girls talk about right you know you watch movies and girls are just like on the phone talking about boys you watch tv girls are talking about boys so as a kid you're like okay like I guess we're supposed to talk about boys all the time but can we just normalize I mean by all means if you want to talk about boys talk about boys I love talking about boys when I first crushing on a guy all I want to do is talk about him that's great but can we just normalize not having everything revolve around male attention 
A thousand percent. Sometimes I feel like just being in a relationship that a lot of my decisions and world revolve around a man and it disgusts me. <laughs> but I'm in a relationship but like it, it to a certain degree it has to. But I hate that. Like it should only revolve around me. <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't disagree. Speaking of relationships, there are two things in this area that I think we need to normalize. The first one is dating someone for now and not necessarily forever. Like, can we just normalize? I mean, could you imagine if you like refuse to lease an apartment because you're like, well, I'm not going to die in this apartment. So I don't know that I can live here for the next year. Like, that would be insane. Insane. Everyone would be like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Just live in the apartment, get a one year lease. Yeah, exactly. But for some reason with the relationships, it's like, well, if you're not going to like really seriously, like, you know, actually die with this person, then you probably shouldn't date them now. And I think that's so wrong. I think that sometimes people are meant to be in your life. And I mean, this is kind of woo-woo of me. You don't have to agree. I'm just going to say it. I think sometimes people are meant to be in your life because you have things to learn from each other. And then when that ends, you can go your separate ways and you can date someone else. A hundred percent. Literally nothing else in life we look at. Are we going to be doing this for the rest of our life? But romantic relationships, even like a car. No one's like, this is the car I'm going to drive forever. (laughs) They'd be like, why? (laughs) And really insane. It's insane. And most relationships, you're not going to be with that person forever. Like, I'm sorry to break it to you, but... I don't know, like how many people are probably breaking up by the time they're senior citizens? Most couples. Yeah. I mean, Hard look facts. at the divorce rate, you know, and those are just the people who got married. It's probably not going to end like that. And that's OK. That's a great thing. Like, why can't we embrace just being with someone as long as things are good and then when you get your journey is done together, you can split ways and you don't have to not date someone because you don't think you'll be dating them forever. And listen, I'll be honest, I'm really guilty of this. Like I've gone out on first dates and immediately been like, well, I just don't know if it can go anywhere because like he's leaving town in five months. It's like, OK, well, we can still, you know, like hypothetically, we could still date during that time. Listen, I sometimes kind of freak out a little about Van Guy and the longevity of that, I'll be honest. But then I have to pull myself back and be like, okay, but right now things are going really well. Right now we're really happy. Right now I look like shit all the time and he doesn't complain. (laughs) And listen, maybe tomorrow I'll want to break up probably because we don't talk about poop. (laughs) Or maybe (laughs) next week or maybe next month or maybe next year. I don't know. And that's okay. A hundred percent. It's completely fine. I think it's just normalizing being in the moment. Like just enjoy whatever's going on. Don't stress about what the fuck is going to happen 20 years from now. Who the fuck knows? Who the fuck cares, honestly? Yeah, absolutely. It's part of the societal thing that, you know, that kind of Instagram-y thing we were talking about before where there's so much emphasis on like, the hustle and the grind and like creating your perfect life instead of, you know, and like manifesting this and manifesting that. Can we just like not, can we just 
be happy with where we are. I think we're constantly, and I am so guilty of this. It's like, what am I going to do here? What's going to happen in six months? What's going to happen in a year? What's going to, what am I going to be doing? And it's like, just enjoy the next day or two and week. I mean, did any of us predict that Rona would happen? That fucked up all our shit. After Rona, honestly, why the fuck are we planning anything? Yeah. Because clearly shit can just come from an outside source that none of us had any control over and change all of our lives. So like at this point, like no one should be planning shit. No one should be looking into the future. Like just this is it. Like this is the moment. I mean, that's such a good point. Like if you're out here convinced that you know how your life is going to turn out, I just want you to really take a hard look and answer this question. Did you predict Corona happening? Because if the answer is no, then I think you should maybe accept that just maybe (laughs) you don't actually know how things are going to turn out. And also, that's a beautiful thing. That's great. Yeah, and you can plan stuff to a certain extent and want certain things, and we're not trying to shit on that either. <laughs> but just, I think it's like, don't stress yourself out over it. Yes. Like, don't build anxiety and be like, oh my God, where am I going to be in six months or a year? Just enjoy it, plan as much as you can, but accept the fact that there's a lot of shit out of your control. Yes, yes, exactly. You can have goals and work towards them, but also be open and open to the idea or the fact that things probably are not going to go as planned. And that's also okay. A hundred percent. What was the other thing that you were going to say with relationships? I think we need to normalize talking about how much work relationships are yeah because I think that when you're single people will often be like oh my god just enjoy being single you know date around like you know it's so boring in a relationship you don't get to date around that's all they ever talk about and so when I was single I'd always be like okay but I don't care about dating around like I'm a very monogamous person like I don't need to have this roster of like five dudes that I'm talking to that's not what interests me and being in a relationship I can tell you that being monogamous is super easy for me but what no one talks about (laughs) is that when you're in a relationship there's a whole nother human being who's thoughts and feelings and emotions you have to take into account and you have to make decisions for two people and you you know if they're insecure about something you can't just be like oh that's dumb (laughs) you have to (laughs) you have to listen yeah you have to listen and then like make it right and you also have to (laughs) listen to them all the time like when they talk and sometimes you're just not in the mood to listen Yeah, but seriously, I think that the way relationships are portrayed is mostly like really, really positive. And then there's the one off relationship of like someone that you're maybe close with where you hear all this shit and it's like a very tumultuous relationship. But what isn't really talked about is that even really good relationships are a lot of work. Even if it's not like crazy aggressive fighting, like Van Guy and I will fight, but it's not, it's not like aggressive the way it was in my previous relationships. But we do have conversations about our feelings. And sometimes I have to do things that I don't really want to do 
Yeah. Because it's what will make him feel good in a situation. Yeah. I think we don't talk about how much compromise you have to do in a relationship. It's all a series of compromises. And sometimes you're compromising more than you want to. And sometimes you're making the other person compromise more than they want to. And it's you're, you're never fully getting what you want. Yeah. You're really not. Like I was so desperate for a boyfriend and now that I have one if we were to break up you know again probably because we don't talk about poop enough (laughs) um, I think I'd be fine now that I've had one for the first time in so many years now that I know what it's like I'm like okay I I think I could be fine just being single and only having to worry about myself van guy listening to this right now like oh that's good to know (laughs) Like, okay. This is really not making a relationship sound great. No, and it really I get is. what you're saying, though. Yeah. I get what you're saying. And honestly, I will say, I think I have it much easier than most girls just because Van Guy has done a ton of self-work and he's very in touch with his feelings and insecurities and stuff. And so he's not like projecting shit on me 24-7. If he is uncomfortable or upset about something, he knows what it is and he knows how to voice it. So we don't have to like play dumb games with each other. It's not, it really is much easier than it could be. And I'm telling you, it is still worse work (laughs) so if you're single enjoy being single not because you get to date around a lot not because of any of these things but because you only have yourself to worry about yeah I mean when you're in a relationship every single decision that you make no matter how small or big it is the other person has to be taken into consideration. Like there's no way of getting around it. And you're like, someone that's always been single is probably listening to this. Like, wait, really? Yes. Everything from eating meals. You do have to talk to the other person. Like I can't just run off and like eat dinner by, like I could eat, go eat dinner by myself, but I would be kind of pissed if my boyfriend went and just left me for dinner. I'd be like, where the fuck did you go? What (laughs) happened? Like everything (laughs) needs to be discussed. Every plan, everything you do on the weekend. Like if I'm not saying you have to ask their permission. No, but you do have to communicate all of these things. Like if my boyfriend just disappeared for the weekend, I'd be like, where the fuck are you? What the fuck is happening? You're don't fucking come back. If that's how you're going to treat me like bye. Like if he's going somewhere, like he has to tell me, like, I need to know where the fuck you are at all fucking times at all hours of the day. (laughs) But that's being in a relationship. (laughs) Yeah, no, it really is. You have to compromise on time. You have to like listen when the other yeah. person speaks that's, that's the worst no one no one no one warmed me about this I don't know that I would have done it if I knew that was part of the deal sometimes he'll look at me and be he'll be like what did I just say and I'll be like fuck I don't know I mean if I even so much as glance at my phone turned upside down on the other side of the table while he's speaking, he'll get upset. Like I have to like launch my phone out the window (laughs) and like hold nonstop eye contact with him for it to be enough. 
I have to take notes of the conversation because God forbid he turns and goes, what did I just say? You're not even listening. I have to be like, this is what you just said. Or it's like, or I have to like play ill or some shit or like, I don't even fucking know. But yeah, you always have to be in tune and on point. It's exhausting. It's exhausting. Exhausting. So yeah, let's normalize being single. (laughs) Single, looking like shit, just talking about your poop to... Anyone that will listen to you saying no to people, you know, really just health and wellness over here. Sleeping all the time. Yeah. Yes. This is a health and wellness podcast, guys. Don't yeah. you forget it. Don't you forget that, motherfuckers. <laughs> I guess the only other thing I can think of is treating yourself, treating yourself to anything, whether it's something to eat or just pampering yourself. I feel like whenever I get my nails done or get my hair done or do anything for me, I always need an excuse. Like there's an event or there's something going on or I have this. And I think we should, even men, just normalize doing something nice for yourself for no reason at all, just for you. Yeah, there's always, it's like, oh, I have to buy this for this event or like I'm going to get this done for this. It's like, no, your own life is more important than some bitch's birthday party. Like what? Just treat your... Yeah. Or don't get her anything. Get yourself something and don't yeah, go. Yeah, but, but you also... Yeah, yeah. Stay home. Sleep. Look like shit. And buy yourself the gift you were going to get her. No, but seriously, you're so right. Like we should be able to treat ourselves for absolutely no reason. Just the very fact that you're alive and you're on this planet, you're worthy and deserving of the things that you want. So you don't need to, I don't know, ace an exam or like get a raise or like whatever to pop a bottle of champagne. If you want to pop that bottle, pop that bottle. If you want cake, go eat cake. If you want that shirt, go buy the shirt. If you want the blowout, go get the blowout enjoy yourself fuck it you woke up that's reason enough you woke up you got out of bed maybe you put on like clean clothes maybe you didn't we don't judge clearly that's that's enough reason to do whatever nice for yourself that you've been putting off yeah I love that one in fact as a homework assignment can we actually like dead dead serious can every single person Tiffany and I included treat yourself to one thing it doesn't even have to be something you spend money on maybe no maybe it's an extra hour of sleep you know just combining two of our things here today (laughs) maybe it's I don't know like going to a park you've been wanting to go to or I don't know there's any number of things that you could treat yourself to but let's all treat ourselves to one thing this week yes I love that homework assignment is that Related to the giveaway, what is our giveaway? Should I give poop advice? Or yes. <laughs> giveaway prize. But does that yeah. alienate people who don't have poop issues? Could it be something more universal maybe? Okay. If you're listening to this podcast and you don't have poop issues, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> no. I think everyone has poop issues. So the winner of the giveaway <laughs> will get a poop consultation with me. And if you don't have poop issues, you probably do and you just don't know it. Yeah, yeah. You can just tell me about your poop. And you know what? Maybe <laughs> it can just be a nice little conversation where you warm up and get used to talking about poop. 
<laughs> yeah, anything poop related, whether you're, it's difficult for you to talk about poop, it's hard for you to poop, maybe anything, you have some sort of trauma with poop, he was here to help. Yeah, or maybe you poop too much, that's that's the thing too, some people have that, you know. <laughs> <laughs> You do not want to miss out on this. I am poop queen. Queen of poop. <laughs> he was the poop guru. Poop goddess. The poop guru. I love that. So if you made it this far with the amount of t- shit we've talked about, literally, like props to you, honestly. Yeah. Seriously, thank you. Um, but yeah, to enter into the giveaway, just screenshot this episode, share it in your stories and tag us. If you separately share the date and time of your last poop, we'll enter you into the giveaway three times. So, I mean, that substantially increases your odds of winning by three, I believe is how that would math would work. I don't know. So you're going to want to do that. This is a high ticket item. I know <laughs> a lot about poop, like not to flex, but I really do. <laughs> so, <laughs> Oh my God. This is actually the most we've ever talked about health, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> Still definitely gonna get kicked out. I mean, yeah. could you imagine if this is the episode like Alpha Podcasts actually listens to? They'd be like, uh are you guys telling people to look like shit and sleep all the time and like never do anything and be mean to people? Yeah. Yep. It's health and wellness podcast. Yeah, we really fucking killed it on this one. Oh my gosh. Well, thank you guys so much for listening and have a wonderful shitty week. Yes. Look like shit and talk about shit. Love you guys.